2: As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't.
0: This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Monday, the 7th day of November, the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. Ned, it's good to see you this week. How are you?
1: Oh I'm fine I am um, <laughs> I do appreciate the call. I was just buried in stuff and I am um, forgot what the time was. But, yeah. That is perfectly fine.
0: The clocks have not changed in America yet. I believe they are due to change this week, so we've been kind of showing up a little bit early this week. But uh, that's okay, no big deal. But we're glad to have you. Got a lot to talk about today, and I'm sure that you've mm-hmm. got some things that you've been scratching down in your notebook all week, and I'm anxious to hear. Marty forgot his notebook uh, last week, so he he wasn't able to give us any of his thoughts that he'd been jotting down through the week. So. Hopefully, you've got a lot more in your notebook this week. Bruce, how are you today?
3: Healthy and alive. uh, Doing well. Trying to keep from blowing away. Yes. Uh, Apparently, we're having some severe storms
0: here. Which is incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. It's incredible because I asked him if he was going to be here today, and he said, yeah, why? And I said, well, you've got like tornado warnings stretching across half the state. And he says, all we do? It's like it's, you know, just no big deal for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we just get rain, 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 wind, and rain. I, I mean, so if it's heaven.
3: going, if it's going to happen and a tornado hits, there's really there's not anything I can do
1: about it. It's going to. So, I mean, you're not going to be know? on. That at least, but At least we hope it's on air so we can actually see what it's like. Yeah. I mean, I probably would be on air when it happened. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, we'll just get <laughs> you on the phone. Power, you know? Yeah,
0: we'll just get you on the phone, and you can just tell <laughs> you us you know that, with yeah. the wind gust all the way through. You know, tell us yeah, how it's yeah. going as yeah. you're anchoring yourself to. um of poles in your uh, your storm shelter there that you've got in your uh, you say you got one in the garage I think all houses have to have them right no we
3: actually don't no? uh, this house is older and doesn't have one the the people across the street have one but uh no if a tornado actually hit this area it'd be the hallway is where I would be oh so. I see
0: hmm yeah. okay That'd well fit. if you just uh-huh. up and disappear and your screen goes blank here <laughs> <Just> then we'll <laughs> know what happened yeah we'll know yeah yeah. Yeah, it's the hallway or nowhere. It is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mister uh, Mister Wizard, what do you got this week? You were talking to me in prep about Cambridge. What's going on at Cambridge? Cambridge. Oh,
1: that's um. Oh, you, what did you mention? Something about speech. Something about free stuff. speech. Oh, yeah, Information, yeah. disinformation. You used to talk about different disinformation and stuff. And I said yes, like cons- compelled speech, and we this compelled speech is a pisser. You know, all the pronoun stuff and all this, whatever. There are no laws to say you have to do that. You have to call somebody by their name. I mean, you can call them whatever name you want. That's what free speech is about. If they annoy you, which hang on, they do by trying to compel you, you've got the right to say, I'm going to definitely not bleep tonight. It's not beeping night. I am not going to do it. But um, yeah, you've got every right to. Um, Upset them, to say the least. That is your right of free speech, because it is all upsetting. Somebody gets in your face and go, you've got to call me this. Some jumped up, wetback teenager gets up in one of your seminars and starts preaching like a, an Aryan race Nazi dropout. And there's so many of them. It's uh, the, it, the people are just filming them on their phones and whatever, and giving it. What's this about? And they don't actually open conversation or debate. They just want to shout people down. So, what's their pronoun? I idiot, me idiot, me louder than you idiot, or what? Yeah, or you could have an endless stream of them. Can you? You big clown.
0: But so it's it's this pronoun, like the, the pronoun thing is what they're they're screaming and hollering about it at Cambridge. Then yeah.
1: No, 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 no. Well, actually, because there there was um, one of the professors, Professor Ahmed, he decided he was going to, I don't understand the idea of it, going to do free speech courses. But free speech is free speech. That is nothing else. So does that mean they're going to be told what free speech is? So is that a sort of monitoring in itself? But the thing was, he invited an author along to open a discussion. And the author had written a book called Trans. Now, this female author, she is an advocate for women's safety and she's well-read and everything. And the whole campus got up in arms about, oh, this is hateful and whatever, even a lot of academics. And when asked, have you actually read the book? None of them said that they could have. were quite readily to say it was disgusting and whatever it was called friends and basically it was about where ideology meets reality and it's not a bad read. the thing was it was put forward but she <laughs> the funny thing is i had to giggle because i was having a problem with my microphone earlier and wasn't i they were making drum noises outside and trying to shout her down and they couldn't because she put a microphone on and carried on with the seminar. And it was quite amusing, actually. So it, it, it just proved how stupid and how driven these idiots are. What also gets me, I mean, I've been at Cambridge University for years. And there's an area, uh, well, there's a place called Senate House. And there's a big green out in front of it. Nobody walks across it. yeah. But that is the one place that students are allowed to protest. And yet they think they can protest anywhere now. It was like, you're given space. Nobody walks on this green, but you guys can protest there. It. It's like one of those unwritten laws within the university. And yet they, it's, it's all getting out of hand. It's people who stand up and say, you, you have to say, no, you don't have to say anything. And the answer to that is, go away. You are boring. Uh, they are. It is boring. Yeah, it is, it is boring. I mean, the, 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 if you want to talk about something, if you want to discuss something, every chance that these people have to open a debate or they're asked a question, they go back into the woodwork.
0: Well, that and and when you try to to bring uh, a logical, reasonable debate to what they're trying to argue to them as in if you actually want to have a dialogue and a discussion all they do is resort to feelings and emotions and they get hysterical do you, do you remember that climate lawyer that was sitting in the u.s uh congress that we played and she was talking to the uh the, the, uh, the <laughs> yes. congressman from louisiana and it was nothing about reality it was just sir search your heart search, <laughs> your, heart. search
1: your heart
0: and yeah, like that no. that's what that's what you get. It doesn't matter what, and I'm just picking that as an example, it doesn't matter what the subject is, it's all that same agenda, because it's all coming from the same types of, uh, of individuals. You get nothing but uh, emotional arguments and, and just pure indoctrinated hatred ideology that's put back yeah. at you.
1: Well, this is, this is it. I mean, the one thing I would like to say, I was looking for the name of the author. Her name was, her name was Helen Joyce. And if, if some people want to go out there and have a look at the book, I didn't find it insulting. I did not find it. So I thought, well, before I do this, I'm going to have a quick look and whatever. It's not insulting. Yes, it is called trans, but it's about, and it's literally where where ideology meets reality. And she is an advocate, of, obviously, for women and their movements and stuff. But it was an interesting reader. Really. People should read something like that. This is obviously put down, and there isn't anything offensive in there whatsoever. What was offensive was crowd that hadn't even bothered and were obviously they were either jeered up even the academics and that, that, that that's the annoying thing that's the annoying thing if the academics are like that they're shepherding all these out aren't they and they're putting the wrong things in in their mind when when you're at university you're supposed to learn to debate i mean nowadays if if um there's not many courses that you can do at school which opens debate but the one that does uh, has the foundation in um, Religious education. It's basically, people who start um in religious education, they start to learn about other religions and stuff, and they get a chance to debate their ideals against other ideals in the class. And then it goes into philosophy, and then they then get used to other people's points of views, and that's how it works over here in the UK. Then it can go on to sixth form and A-level, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And from there they can on to university but if you cannot debate you don't deserve to be there i mean the art of debate was if a good t- a teacher wants to um teach you how to debate they would find first of all they find about what you don't like and get you to debate for it and that is your job oh this is going to really warm me up you know you've been that you've all been there oh god yeah and but then you learn yeah and you put the point forward because funny enough Because you're so hardwired against something, you can see the polar opposite in it and bring it forward. And then you learn to debate. Nobody listens out there. Nobody wants to debate out there. Like you were saying, Johnny, uh, the the media, they're all joining up with the Google platform and whatever in certain spaces. And you now... (laughs) (laughs) So who are they going to get on all these media shows if you've got to be regulated and you've got to not say this and say this and whatever. Half the people that want to go on there haven't got a brain anyway in these reality shows. You're absolutely right. And you say, who are they going to get? Well, that's
0: who's running this entire show, is the who. Uh, The World Health Organization, who was... But yeah, who who are they bankrolled by? Bill Gates and the Chinese Communist Party. They have entered into a partnership with Google and more specifically, YouTube. And they say that, well, if you don't have the credentials, as in you have to actually send them your medical credentials, and then they will give you approved talking points that you have to abide by. And if you don't abide by that, then you'll be taken down as a promoter of misinformation and disinformation, which I find rather fascinating, considering these are the people that that tell us who the people are that are giving the misinformation and disinformation. But yet, if we look at what's out now, that's provable now, everything that they were telling us for the last two and a half years was misinformation and disinformation. I'm talking about the media and and people like mm. Bill Gates and people like what's that joker you got there in the UK that that virtue signaling uh, guy with the phone in show uh, Vine Jeremy Vine. I he he's something. Uh, Yeah, he's something. I happen to have a clip here. This is a compilation of Bill Gates. Do you do you remember Ned the vaccine? You remember how they said it stopped transmission? Do you you remember that in the early days? Oh yeah,
1: I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course,
0: that was that was disinformation and misinformation. If you said that it did. Or, excuse me. If you said that it didn't, it didn't. Yeah. If you said yeah. that it didn't, then you have to um, you have to abide by the WHO regulations on that. But now you can say that, but that's because it's now been proved, and of course they've admitted it. Pfizer execs admitted it in the EU Parliament in open yeah. uh, in open dialogue. But this is what they were saying last year.
2: Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal vaccinated against most since childhood against most of the time okay childhood. but you're holding out so you're using up. so you're sorry you're using julia the rest of us as your guinea pigs i've had two vaccines and so you long as in two so long as that. in two years no, no, time my, hang on that. hang let me just finish the question so long as in two years time i don't drop dead you'll be happy to have your own vaccine Surely that sounds, makes more sense. You've chosen to be a guinea pig, not me. That's, Julia's right, isn't she, that you've made the choice to be her guinea pig? I haven't made the choice to be Julia's guinea pig. I've made the choice to get protected so that I don't infect you, Julia, or your mother, or your father, or my mother, or my father. I wanted to get that jab in my arm as quickly as possible. No, no. Let no, me finish and then, and then come back. Because I got that jab in my arm as quickly protected. as possible so that I would be less of a risk J- to Julia. society. That's a
1: big misconception. You just Said you've been vaccinated so you didn't infect other people. Well, that's wrong. No, it's people not wrong. You're getting infected. No,
2: you can, and yes, I did. They are. Ju- Julia, you can still uh, Julia. get infected yeah, by Ju- people yeah, but, who have been vaccinated. Yeah, but, uh, you're, let, let, me, let me just respond so. to that, Jeremy. You're, you're absolutely right. You can. And in fact, Julia, six weeks after having had my second dose, I did become infected with the virus. However, it was less likely that I would become infected. <laughs> than if I hadn't had any vaccines. You're a walking advert for not having it. Why? And now now, now you're telling Julia that your personal liberty exceeds exceeds her. That's the point. That that is pig-headed, if I may say so, and I'll explain why. I had it incredibly mildly (laughs) for a start, right? Now, I may have had it incredibly mildly anyway. However, I strongly suspect that if I had had only one vaccine... you don't know. I don't know. My girlfriend only had one vaccine. She was much more ill than I was. I would not have wanted to get that disease <laughs> without the protection of two vaccines. No one is saying yeah, that vaccines are mandatory. Because the is, made what, it's the wild on the emotional pressure the, with her. The, the, yeah. quest, the question. Coercion. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not coercion. There is emotional pressure. Okay. Because I think we have a duty to keep other people We've safe in on. society. Things we didn't have today, you know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission.
0: There you go. The noises you heard in there—that was a—that was an alteration between what was actually considered "quote science" and what was disinformation.
1: Yes, yeah, no, no, no problem, no problem. That altercation was really, really obvious.
2: Like that,
0: there's and there's no the, logic
1: to any of that. There was no logic to any it, of that. There isn't. That that was just exactly what is going on with everybody. They are so polarized in their belief, and he. Did what he did because it was his choice and he should have shut up. He shouldn't start preaching because he didn't check the science. Because as soon as he went, where are the clinical trials? He wouldn't have any. And remember, medical law states proof of clinical trials. Proof is utmost. The worst is expert advice. Experts say so without proof. So, Your expert or people, governments, everybody stood up there and went, oh, you know, we're following the science. We've got experts on this. And they coerced everybody that took it into doing so, into the lie. And like I say, that clown, that clown that we had, at least he stood up on camera and went, I know you can pass it on and I know it do not stop it. Take a booster. He made it look what it was. And... That's the only thing that I liked about his him because that one moment was the moment he shone, but still nobody listened. Nobody actually listened. It was just it was it was proof of the stupidity of it all. And the worst thing is we we are a creature of faith and beliefs. And when the head of your beliefs, the head of your churches stand up in certain areas like it did in the UK and said, Jesus would want you to take it this is to help your neighbor and everything that person shouldn't be there because they well saying that saying that i mean we have a, 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 i'm sorry we've got the problematics is where they forget what they're meant to do they forget the people every one of them whether it's a, a religious leader whether it's a government leader they are all servants of the public they all, all they all in some way or another have taken on their charge as to look after the people not all people have the ability to question stuff a lot of them don't and a lot of them don't want to a lot of them are quite happy to get on with life uh, how many more hours how many more unstressful moments would we all have if we didn't feel like we had to stand up and question everything you know you could get on and have weekends have your sundays or your saturdays or your holidays and whatever there's been a certain lack of them there's been a certain breakdown of communities there's been a a fracturing of everything even in a society where you've got not just one of the adults going to work they both have to go to work and so they're they're, that they've got less time and their time's more precious whether it's each other or whether it's for them and their children whether it's with uh, even bigger families and stuff. Uh, that There's no time. There's nothing anymore. Everybody's, they can't go anywhere. They shut everything down. They, they totally shut down your happiness. And then they actually talked you into doing something which was irredeemably evil and horrible and wrong. And there's no way out of it. There's no way out of it. People are going to suffer. They're piling up. And it, it's, it's it's like, I mean, you mentioned Google. The UN has been working with Google for so long. Even on search engines, they come out at the top and, I mean, they vocally say, well, we have the science. Yet, if I remember rightly, on their site, before they actually dragged it off once, they actually voiced that people should be allowed to starve so that they will then fill the jobs that are needed. And then there was such an outcry that they got torn down. Right, there's an outcry. Who decides who's got to do them? Why can't you just give a person a decent wage so they can afford to live? I mean, that's that's simple enough. Why do you have to push them down a hole and force them into something they probably don't want to do? There's no, there's not enough jobs out. There. I mean, if somebody sat down, if the majority of the population sat down and um, thought about, hey, do I actually enjoy the job I'm doing? Am I happy at my job? I think all oh, would question that. Let's think of a, an individual academics. They are myopic, a lot of them, and they're very socially inept because they're in their own world. They're in the world that they like. They are probably the few people that are in a job that they, they do like, but the majority of people aren't. So when you, when you, when you tell them they've got to start, start <laughs> to fill in until they fill the jobs that are required of them by some bugger that's on the podium somewhere in the UN, that, that's just ridiculous. And that just proves what the UN's for. And what did they spout the other day? Is going, oh, we could have 900 million deaths over the next so much time.
0: Did they actually say I, that? Yeah. What are they employing, Neil Ferguson? Now,
1: <laughs> that's the forecast. That's the forecast. And then, I so, would say
0: that that would probably be accurate. If you heard about Imperial College this last week, yeah, you heard what they did there. Uh no, I've missed that one. They took a um, a, a hybrid of. They, they did exactly what they did at Boston oh, College. Oh, Boston in the US.
1: University is it? Boston University. They,
0: they did the same thing at Imperial College in London, and some molecular Ooh. biologists figured out what they were doing, and they started talking and said, "You people are insane. You're yeah. you're crazy." They gave it an eighty percent lethality in yeah because they, uncontrolled used, they,
1: work. They, they, they they got the original strain and they found the most, you could call it virulent strain, the one that, that actually is more contactable by people was the Omicron. Yeah. So the Omicron was something like you per se just went around, but it was not lethal. You, it was just like having a, a a poor cold. They managed to put one with the other so they could make a more virulent strain and stronger yeah. and nastier. Mm-hmm. But why do that? Yeah, exactly. Why do that? It's insane. Why, why would you I mean, do that? Common sense, I mean, if you know you can engineer things, you know, you could do it. So why not look at the other end of the spectrum of how you could take it apart and get rid of it? Go on a more positive side of things. But yeah. Well, if we know. do
0: that, Ned, we can't sell vaccines. That's the problem. <laughs> we can't sell vaccines. I don't know if you saw this, but the NHS is running a campaign now. Boost your immunity this winter with a flu plus a COVID-19 booster vaccine. And you see here, Ned, you, you see how you get that lovely glow, that Ukrainian glow of blue and saffron there.
1: That's probably Chernobyl glow. A Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, you used to remember the Ready? Did, did you ever hear it? Did you ever? Um, there used to be a porridge which was very ref, uh, fine. It's one of the first ones you just mixed with milk out of a packet called Ready Brek. And one of their adverts used to be looked like we used to laugh at it when we were kids because people used to go around with that glow around them as they went out the house. And we used to call them radioactive children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Talking about the immune system, because you um, picked up on something the other day where the Swiss did a check and they found out that... Yes, um, yes, the troponin levels. The troponin levels within the the systems of people. Now, in answer to that, right in the early days... um, I used to, uh, looked into all the vaccines and how they were useless and how live ones versus non-live and negative effects. Right, people, I've done a talk on how you can help your kidneys with certain things and repair because of COVID. I'm going to get boring again because you've got me on the vaccine thing. Like, Please do. Please do. Bore us to death. Glutathione, right? That is a naturally producing thing. You produce that and it helps your immune immune system. So basically, we reproduce it in our body. When we get 230 plus like most things we reduce in making it you know that is the optimum in the human and then you start to slowly come down right basically this helps your immune system it pisses off your free rad- radicals your peroxides your lipid peroxides and your heavy metals those people who don't understand what that is which is quite they understand what heavy metals are the other three like uh, peroxide lipid peroxides and free radicals are oxidizing agents people give it oxygen oh we like oxygen don't we? no when this is in your body and it oxidizes and it joins with other molecules, that helps break down cells. So this glutathione is a high-level antioxidant. It's in your system. Vitamin C is the dog's bollocks. This is the other one. But you've got a pair between them. This is really cool. You manufacture itself, like your heavy metals, your toxicity, like... um. Your arsenics, your cadmiums, you know, all the stuff they put in baby foods nowadays, you know what I mean, in America, that sort of thing. We had that. Yes, daily, Yes.
0: Uh, all, that all those stuff. lovely nourishing chemicals and <laughs> poisons that they give you at such a young age, yes. Yeah,
1: so basically, it's essential. Now, the funny thing is, why I want to bring this up is, it's not because I want to talk medical crap, as some people might say, or whatever, it's because, where do you get it from? You will get this from your amino acids. And so where will you get your amino acids from? Uh, let me see. What do I have to eat? Main ones? Meat. Eggs. Fish. Pulses. Oh, vegetarians could be all right. Seeds. Chicken. Spinach. Dairy products. And what are they trying to get rid of? All of those Meat. things. Chickens. <laughs> Everything and put you on bugs. Bugs will not give you these amino acids. You will not get them out of this. Nature has designed you and it's designed us to be omnivores. So we can get it from certain vegetables, and meat. Yeah, these amino acids come to us, yeah? Also, there is, um, how do I voice this? Like right. uh, Another mineral, right? Which works as not a catalyst because the catalyst doesn't get used up when it works with something. In many effects, it's, uh, I think they call it a cofactor. It increases the chemical reaction and it's a natural thing, yeah? And once again, mineral that works with glutathione, you get that from? Fish, eggs, meat, brown rice and barley. And funny enough, I don't know why, but something that we put together called cottage cheese. So you can actually make something yourself and actually it's it's really weird. If you look into cheeses and things like that, they have, cheeses is a very strange thing because when you make different cheeses, I mean, I only started to discover this when I wanted to find out Because my daughter's lactose intolerant. And I went, oh God, I wanted to find out what would be good for her. And cheddar cheese, the lactose is busted out of that in in the product. And yet all the rest of the cheeses just about have lactose in it. So you find these things, and cheeses are very, very, and they have some really good properties. And certain meats have better properties than others. I mean, I prefer lamb. Lamb's a brilliant meat. Some people won't like it because they say, no, that's a fatty meat. And people steak eaters. But these amino acids, and some of the minerals you get from these things and you need them. So when these idiots like the bogeyman are spouting eat bugs and everybody's putting the farmers down for, and the vegetarians or the vegans or whatever else are going on a march against animals, they're there because it's part of the biosphere. It's part of us and we we are all part of this biosphere. We're part of it. We're not coming from anywhere else or somewhere else we're all supposed to live in harmony and work in harmony and we actually that is why i mean if you think about it an omnivore has a better chance of surviving than somebody that's one or the other that goes for most things doesn't it if you're an extreme on one side or the other you are not in balance you're out of kilter so we found and nature found and put us in a natural balance It gave us the best chance of survival. If you want to be a vegetarian, that's fine. If you want to just be a meat eater or a carb eater, fine. But this is just information. This is just where we are. This is what our body does. And this is what nature has given us over a very, very long time. And I would like nature to be able to continue that very slow process without these genetic trying to give us three heads four arms and nine penises and four breasts or something you know because they just want to radically change us and that, that is so wrong and that's where all that speech is going it's saying we haven't got anything we've been different got something wrong with people preaching
0: these radical changes uh marty talked about that when he was on last week he said that they literally want to take hundreds of years of evolution and they want to cram it all into less than 12 months it's what it seems like anyway that's where they want to take it with this whole transhumanist uh, agenda that they've got everybody on is as, yeah, as in it's like accelerating look, it is chaos. it is if you if you want to change or alter the human diet that takes oh, generations That that takes generations to do that. You can't just go in and change something right off the bat and expect that there's not going to be any problems. You can't do that at all. It's the same thing when they rolled out uh, these these jabs. They thought that everybody had like this myopic uh, immune system and that everybody was going to react the same way. And that's not been the case, has it? No. No. I caught another report out of your ONS. They released another one this week. (laughs) Yeah, they, they released this one just a few days ago. Uh, the Office of National Statistics has, and I will pull the graph so you can see it, they show the number of COVID-19 deaths by vaccinated status in England, not the whole of the UK, just England, okay? Account- That's
1: the population is.
0: Yes, they accounted for 91% of COVID deaths starting in, they accounted just between the 1st of April, Just this this year, the 1st of April through the 31st of May of this year, 91% of the people that passed (laughs) were fully vaccinated. And the unvaccinated are negligible. They're, they're negligible. I mean, of course, you're going to have, yeah. I mean, we're, the, those you can distribute to all cause mortality or whatever. But yeah. you're looking at 288. These are the number of deaths. OK, 288 unvaxxed, 288 through April, fir- April 1st through May 31st, double jabbed 4,647, triple jabbed 4,215. So they're pretty similar. Yeah, but Bruce had a, had a theory as to why the triple jabbed are actually lower than the doubles.
3: So the uh, when you when you look at the statistics, there are far more people that are just single jabbed uh, or even double jabbed uh, versus people that are triple jabbed. That's kind of uniform across the world. There's more people that have had the single dose or the double dose regimen and didn't do any, oh, see, anything so, else. So
1: we we go down to
0: percentages, really. Yeah, they didn't go back for the booster. Yeah. They, yeah, they didn't go back yeah. for it. They couldn't. Yeah, so, it's, it's just, <laughs> so basically, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. yeah they couldn't. Okay. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> the
3: the The triple vaccinated. It's a smaller pool size, so that's why we see the the smaller number. Is but if like, you look the... at it oh. proportionally, if you look at it proportionally, uh, there's far more that are just single or double jabbed versus triple jabbed. Uh, mm-hmm. That number is way higher uh, when you look at it per capita and everything. Like you, you change it around and look at the like that number is proportionally way higher versus someone that's single jabbed or double jabbed.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It does. But you see, the biggest problem, one thing about COVID is we all took medication for granted. When you're, you, when you're a kid, your parents go uh, have some vitamins, have a vitamin C pill, have a Harry Orange or whatever they call it, and or have some, um, what was the other one? One of the other ones, one of the oils they used to give you used to give you garlic, but they used oh, to use... Oh, uh, uh, what, like what castor was Castor oil, uh, oil. Castor oil, yeah. They used yeah, to do castor yeah. oil. Cod liver they, oil. They had all yeah. their own days. Yeah, cod liver oil, yeah. And they used to do these things. So you, when, when you're a child, you get prepped for this. If you've got a parent, which thankfully I did have, that just about knew everything in the garden, So and she, she made all sorts of foods and everything else, lovely. So that sets your system up. We have become a medically dependent society. And the simplicity of it all is when you get given this is something they've forgotten. And I was I was looking into it on it's it's like the absorption capacity of your body. You know, like and you you just did it because you know you like talking about dietary things, yeah? People can't just do this. Well, it's like if somebody goes on a diet, they will not eat a certain thing else. It's like, no, I'm not eating that. But if they come off the diet and then they go and have some of that stuff your body's going to absorb more of it because it's missed it. So where is it in normal? If you have, it all only probably absorb a certain percentage if you continue to eat it at a time. If you've put taken yourself off of it and your body's used to having it and then all of a sudden it sees it, it'll absorb that. Now, you take pharmaceuticals, they work in an opposite way. Do you know that every capsulated pill you have, your body has to spend more time Break, molecularly breaking down that capsule to get at what's inside, so you're actually causing your body to do more work to get at what's in it. Whereas, what in in a lot of ways, if um, do you know what a tincture is?
0: A tincture? No, I've not heard that word before. What is it?
1: Tincture, right? A tincture. In the old days, they used to if if they made um, uh, a medicine, they used to add it to tea or something like that. And then uh-huh. they eventually, in modern days. They put it in ethanol, like an alcohol. Okay. Yeah. So they administer uh, the medicine liquidly in a tincture.
0: Right? Okay. I got so
1: it. So if you live there, and but you can also do it with spray. So a lot of stuff that you can get, you can actually either put to your skin or have as a drink, a tincture or whatever, and it will get into your bloodstream a lot quicker because it's liquid. Whereas it's easier for them to produce it. In pill form, it's harder for your body to work it with one or two exceptions is the only thing I found is things like turmeric, which your body generally just gets rid of because it doesn't manage to get into your intestinal system where it can be absorbed. Whereas if they put it in a pill form, it manages to ride it out to get there. That is the only one that I actually found really. And yeah, we've forgotten all those ways. Sorry.
0: No, it's interesting you bring that up, because I wasn't going to play this. I was was actually going to figure out how I could work this in later on in the week. Since you brought it up, I have a clip here from a documentary film about John D. Rockefeller, as in the father of David Rockefeller, the founder of the Rockefeller Foundation, the guy that was the founder and creator of Standard Oil in the US. It's interesting how he shall we say, created almost, not, not quite, but in America at least, created and helped foster what we know as the pharmaceutical industry today. Would you like to see it? Because it goes to reason on what you just said on the pills.
1: hmm
4: On in. It's a treat. Around the same time that John D. Rockefeller seized U.S. media, he also hijacked U.S. medicine. When it was discovered that drugs could be produced from petroleum. America's top oil mogul ordered his army of propagandists to invert reality accordingly. Medicines used for thousands of years were suddenly classified as alternative, while the new petroleum-based, highly addictive, and patentable drugs were declared the gold standard. After buying the German pharmaceutical company that manufactured chemicals of war for Adolf Hitler, Rockefeller leveraged his political influence by pressing Congress to declare natural healing modalities unscientific quackery. Rockefeller then took control of the American Medical Association and began offering massive grants to top medical schools under the mandate that only his approved curriculum be taught. Any mention of the healing powers of herbs, plants, and diet was erased from most medical textbooks. Doctors and professors who objected to Rockefeller's plan were crucified by the media, removed from the AMA, and stripped of their license to teach and practice medicine. Those who dared to speak out were arrested and jailed. When evidence began to emerge that petroleum-based medicines were causing cancer, Mr. Rockefeller founded the American Cancer Society through which he suppressed that information. John D. Rockefeller is duly credited as the founder of the pharmaceutical industry and the reason that medical error is currently the third leading cause of death in America. This is not an indictment against doctors. More than anyone, they are under the stranglehold of the single largest lobbying power in Washington. Every year, the pharmaceutical industry spends at least twice the amount as Big Oil to influence laws, policies, and public perception. Thanks to Mr. Rockefeller, the architect of American monopolies, no industry has more power over our lives than Big Pharma.
1: Even speaking from an American point of view, that is a worldwide thing now. It is. And that is why they managed to do this, because whether it's your FDA, whether it's your CDC, everybody falls in line, and it's crap.
0: Those policies, look, That that's exactly what they did to doctors that spoke out against the COVID agenda, right? The vaccine agenda.
1: Yep. Yeah, they silenced them. Actually, the FDA went around and said, you put that on the site, we'll shut you down. Oh, They
0: were, ta- they were taking medical licenses away. Yeah. Firing yeah. them. <laughs> If you didn't take the jab, I mean, all the rest of it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of doctors that hung in there. There's a lot of doctors that are getting together. Like, uh, there's loads of people getting together. I mean, the Wealth Health Council does. I mean, it's not um, a power unto itself. It is more of a um, central speaking point for people to meet and get out stuff out there, and it does help. There's all, all manner of people. But it's another voice, and it's good. Hopefully, all these different voices will help. Accelerate because it's got to fail. It's got to fail and bring it down because everybody that's tried to change a society by starving it out, which is the basis of most of the Marxisms, so I've actually avoid using that word, but it is just another tally. It they, is yeah. like a mod, yes. a modernized line of an old story. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, uh, it does. And talking of oil and profiteering bastards, you know how much they made
0: this year. Uh, you, which, which company? Or are we just doing, a, are we just like doing a uh, covering the waterfront?
1: Mm, okay. Um, Exxon, Chevron, Shell, BP in total. I'll I'm going to go five. with,
0: I'm going to go with 400 billion.
1: No, no. In 2021, Exxon made 4.7 billion. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, I was looking at, you named in, a in, lot of companies. No,
1: there, no. Was... In 2022, I just want to see the difference in the one year that there's been an energy crisis. But 2022, in this last year, it went up to 17.9. Is that all? And Chevron went from 3.1 to 11.6. Uh-huh. Shell went from 5.5 to 11.5. EP went from 3.1 to 9.3. And total went from 3.5 to 5.7. We're talking a shitload of money. And why was that? Because if I'm correct, right, America is sitting on a shitload.
0: The U.S. At its, current, at its current rate, at least what we know, this is what we've discovered that are untapped resources, what we know the United States could power itself independently for almost the next 500 years.
1: There you go. And yet there's only one reason that's stopping them, profiteering. They're not producing because they just want to make profits like that at the expense so, of what? The debt. Sort of. So,
3: being a, being in an oil area, uh, a lot of our business here, a good portion of it is oil. They're not allowing oil companies to go in and drill. Uh, they, being the federal government, the federal government, so issues out a lot of licensing and leases
1: for and oil they, companies they just to issued, drill. They issued three thousand five hundred, but most canceled, a lot of them.
3: So, so no, that that is the leases that they're it was referencing land. there. The, the 3,000 leases they're referencing there were leases signed under the Trump administration that carried over into the Biden administration. The Biden administration is claiming what Trump did as their own doing. Biden has canceled or closed out any new... Uh, so these leases, when they run out, that's it. They're not issuing any more. So there there hasn't been any new leases that they've issued. Uh what does so, the lease last for? it varies um it might be Typically, two years it might be four years it, it, it it's varies. only a short yeah, term yeah. yeah 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 and this is this is on specifically federal land they still drill on like private land and everything but you have to obviously you go through the individual themselves but uh the, or the landowners but uh the biden administration has closed that down so there is no new drilling going on so the supplies and that we have are being drained and what happens in a oh, yeah. an economy supply and demand when the demand is up the slides down, you, the price is going to skyrocket and that's why they're making a profit uh, the oil companies because they're not allowed to do any more drilling so they're just raising prices because of the supplies uh, dwindling
1: um, and, when, and when are they, when are they gonna yeah but are they gonna wake up and just do it
3: So the federal government, because of the way things work and the way the I don't know if this is partly done by the lobbying of the oil companies or if this is just, um, the complacency of Republican governors. Uh, but basically the Supreme Court has said multiple times now, I think it's been three or four times they've ruled, that the federal land that is owned by states, or, or you know, that that should be under state. Rule. Basically, it, it it's to get give, be given back to the states. They've yeah. ruled multiple times now. That land is supposed to go back to the states. So if there was any entrepreneuring governors, uh they would be going to the oil companies and saying, um, hey, oh, look! Stop. the Supreme Court said it's our land. We're going to lease it to you. Come on, uh, come on over and start drilling here. We we'll even give you a tax break or something. Not, uh, and, uh, and not and one of them it. done that. Not one of them. And done not it?
1: one of them. Not one of them stood up and done that. So that means both sides are in so cohorts th- with each be, other.
3: Well, and the other the other issue is is uh, this also fits the agenda of of the Biden administration with. Um changing everything over to electric vehicles, getting rid of fossil fuels uh going uh renewable as they say energies uh so wind and solar or green energy um it fits that narrative and 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 pushes people into well you, know, well, you can't afford gas anymore so when I they, guess when uh, are the they actually going to know,
1: when are they actually going to learn that uh, the actual human race was getting to the tipping point where somewhere around about 2050 it would start to get less and less anyway we were heading for our own depopulation why are they because they are making they are causing irreparable damage here it's like they want to they just want everything to it's end it's the in,
0: it's the inferiority yeah. complex that's what it is it's like they they're, they're, they're so that's it. They're they're nihilistic. They're fatalistic. They're to the point where they've got the inferiority bug that's just itching at them every single day. And it's like they they feel as though they are superior, and you're nothing, and you just don't belong anymore. And it's all your fault. And it's all your fault. They they blame all of their all of their misfortunes, all of their misery, all of their problems on you. Speaking of that. Your government, since we're in the conversation realm of like energy and stuff like that, your government in the UK, the Guardian, take that for what you will, got a hold of some official sensitive uh, documents from the government and they published them this afternoon. The government has, quote, war gamed emergency plans to cope with energy blackouts lasting up to seven days in the event of a national power outage. Uh, This winter, the Guardian got in possession of documents marked official sensitive, which warns that in a reasonable worst case scenario, all sectors, including transport, food and water supply, communications and energy could be severely disrupted for up to a week. Amazing.
1: (laughs) Oh, I don't know. It's That's that's going to
0: be hell on earth for anybody.
1: For, yeah. for any, for any, yeah, place. yeah. Well, basically, that's how they want to make things. But I'm sure there's going to be a few people that are going to be somewhere on the upper tiers that aren't going to go without lights will be on somewhere.
0: Oh, the lights it. are going to be on. Oh, don't, don't you think for one minute they're going to turn the lights off on, say, oh, I don't know, um, the London Stock Exchange or the New York Stock Exchange or Klaus Schwab's residence or Bill Gates's residence? They're not going to turn the lights out there.
1: I mean, I have got a a question. Do we have to bomb Paris to stop this excuse of the Paris Accord? I don't know. Because I'm question. getting sick and tired of hearing That's, that. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I, I am getting sick and tired of hearing this thing about yeah, the Paris Yeah, yeah, the Accord. Paris
0: Accord. That's nonsense. You've got European countries that are actually pulling out of that, but they're not making it public. Um,
1: it, And yeah, Mell- America, America had it reinstated. Biden, wasn't it?
0: Biden did that, yeah. We actually pulled out of the Paris Accords under Trump. And Biden put you back in again. Thing. The same day he was put in office, yeah. Uh, as well as the World Health Organization, we pulled out of that. And Bill Gates said, thank God, thank God that America rejoined that. Thank God. So yeah. <laughs> um, Ed, Ed Miliband, who used to be the um, uh, the Labor Party leader, uh, who's an MP now, uh, says uh, he's the shadow climate secretary. And he says, I'm quoting, all governments do contingency planning for worst case scenarios. But the truth is, that we are vulnerable as a country and as a direct consequence of a decade of failed conservative energy policy. Got to use that little jab in there for, you know, party politics. He says banning onshore wind, slashing investment in in energy efficiency, stalling nuclear and closing gas storage have led to higher bills and reliance on gas imports, leaving us more exposed to the impact of Putin's use of energy as a geopolitical
1: weapon. (laughs) Got to use that, too, don't you? Uh, yeah, Putin's use of energy, when he can pump it through holes in a holy pipeline. Yeah, sure. And these magical pipelines that have managed to feed you. Yeah, that, they just imagined, they, like they just popped up. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, where'd that
0: pipeline come from? Well, we might as well use it since it's there. But yeah,
1: it's quite handy there. Who drop that in place. Oh, it's, it, it's laughable. It, it, it's, it's just laughable. I mean, they're still talking about the Nord Stream pipeline, but what about the other pipelines? You don't see them on the media? No, you don't. No, you don't you don't, you don't see anything about that. It's all Putin. And they're having another dig about the grain. And Putin's stopping the grain. But the grain's that's, not going to Europe. It only no. goes to
0: Asia and Africa. Exactly. That's That grain deal, that's BS anyway. That that headline, that's all BS. And the reason I say that's all BS is because of what you talked about here that nobody has talked about. What about all those cargo ships that went missing? Yeah, it just disappeared. Off uh-huh. The how many cargo ships were there? It was almost
1: 100, wasn't it? It was 80-something yeah, 80, yeah, yeah, something
0: yeah. Like How do you lose 80 cargo
4: ships?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Especially Dig- digitally, c- you could lose anything.
0: That's just, yeah, where did they go? That's what, okay. They were fully loaded with grain. Where'd they go?
1: Oh, I don't know. It's maybe into some elitist bunker.
0: Yeah, and you're going to tell me that, uh, uh, that there's a problem with Black I, market. Don't, black market, there you go. And you're going to tell me that there's a singular topic that we need to focus on. Yeah, no, there isn't. No, no, it's nonsense. coming
1: from all angles. It is it's, it, your proxy wars. I mean, they're going to get bored with Ukraine, so the Taiwan thing will ramp up a bit. And then you've got, oh, hang on, what's going to happen after your midterms? You're that's if we have, have them. A Haiti party, aren't you? The UN's that's... already agreed that you can go ahead with that. Oh, UN yeah, has that... said, yeah, no, you got the back end of the UN. America's got the back end of the UN, too. Yeah. They in there and salt. Johnny barbecue chaferis or whatever his name is. Though. Oh for God's sake. I I don't why why we continue to be
0: involved in in all this
1: because insanity. Want, is- because America wants a place or some elitist git wants a place where they can have cheap manpower and a production line somewhere else.
0: Yeah, and China's getting taken off the table, isn't it? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So you're going to
1: have to reroute your cheap labor forces to other places.
0: You know, I I honestly I I don't think that's going to matter and I I and it's just my opinion on it. And the reason I say that is because they've broken the supply lines. How are you going to reestablish supply lines when like you're going to have a stalling economy? Uh Bruce you brought it up today that uh, would you say it was Elliott Management is out today publicly on on CNBC publicly stating that uh, what what did it what exactly did he say? Basically
3: they're saying that there will be global societal collapse because of hyperinflation they're they're warning investors of this and saying uh don't think you've you've lived through the dot-com bubble and the you know the housing crisis or the you know 1980s when we had the oil crisis and all that That's don't think you live through coming. that and it's not going to be he's basically they're saying that this will be worse than World War too, coming after the war, the the depression and everything, the recession that
0: uh, everybody felt. It's going to be what worse I than tell that. You? A
1: few weeks ago, I said if you don't yeah. own it, you're going to lose it.
0: You're going to lose it. If you don't you know, own you, it, you're going to lose it. You, your country, the Bank of England publicly yesterday stated that we're fa- uh, that is in like the UK. He said that we're facing mm-hmm. the largest recession since records have been kept. That's what's coming.
1: Yeah. Oh. There's only one country that's been honest. What's Germany up to? What's this? They're starting to talk about fuel subsidies, aren't they?
0: Yes, they're talking about fuel subsidies, and they're saying that uh, gas prices are going to tumble 30% in the coming months, but I don't believe that.
2: Do you know what that's going to cause in Europe? Th- yeah, it's going to cause a fuel
1: shortage. Look at what the French are doing. Uh,
0: but, and it's they're, not they're just looking- that.
1: It's not just that. This is the funny thing. You've got to look at it as a whole. You've got Europe. Why did they come together? They came together so you could have a capita. There would be so much money in one big bucket so they could go to the big countries in the world like whether it's China, India, America, whatever, and sit at the table instead of on an individual basis where you'd have one country not being able to say anything. So the trade levels would be percentageally so vastly different. So they wanted to create a... Um, it's really, really a trade federation more than anything, so they could sit at yeah. a more even, even level.
0: That's how so, they suckered you guys into it, was a trade yeah. deal.
1: So, yeah, so you got that. Yeah, and then they started to... F- Around, like most people, they have a good idea and they mess it up because they're a bunch of greedy, power-hungry wankers. Does that get peeped out? Uh, I say wanker. The first, no, that can stay, (laughs) but the first part. (laughs) Anyway, so you've got that. But what happens when you start Um, subsidising? That's what. That's how. Europe broke the farming thing. The farms in America are being subsidized. They're on that bandwagon. And when the farmers want to produce more, they get told, hey, you can't because of the Paris Accords. And so somebody creates that horrible line. Now, if Germany subsidizes fuel, you're going to then get, you're going to get subsidy wars. You're going to get, you're going to get a total imbalance. And then from there, you're going to get little squabbling trade things with the food and everything. So, why is this happening? So it could split Europe up. Finally, it would dissolve itself because that's what it's going to do. It's going to yep. fracture from the inside, and that is the beginning of it. That is the possibly the beginning of it fracturing. You Said before, they want Europe to go in. Europe is going to be the melting pot. It's going to go to pot. It's just going. Yep. It's if, done. The if they, yeah. If they allow it, it's, it's done. And I mean, I was, I was looking at I was going, to, yeah. This sounds like it's another, the next tactical move on a load of bullshit and chaos Yeah,
0: and you know, I was telling Bruce in, in prep today that uh, the Germans are looking at shutting down BASF. BASF is one of the world's largest petrochemical companies, and like they do all kinds of stuff. I mean, from pharmaceuticals these, these school to school
2: types. Yeah, yeah,
0: they they do just about they everything. School types. They are just yeah, they, yeah, they are just crazy. down the road. When, when I say just down, well, everywhere in Germany is just down the road, but they're just down the road. They employ. Listen to this. They employ a million people. Okay like they own in the like the entire region down there they employ a million people we're not talking about a chemical plant here or or, a, or an industrial facility that's going to a shut chemi- down and country. put like Yeah, that's what it is. It's what it seems like. It's a, it's a chemical country. Everybody that that lives down there works there, or knows somebody that works there, or did work there, and they're retired from there now. We're not talking about fifteen thousand people here, or or ten thousand people, or twenty five thousand people in the region or in the country losing their jobs. We're talking about the death of an entire region because of this purposely done. Energy crisis. A million people are going to lose their jobs overnight. It's going to be that they're literally just going to turn and, it off,
1: and the ripples coming out from that are just going to.
0: Oh my god, keep going. Oh, oh my god, Bruce and I have a, a mutual acquaintance that is in Belgium, and uh, he is a, um, as you say in the UK, a lorry driver, a truck driver for our American audience. He makes most of his runs down there. He runs down there two or three times a week, and if that's out. They, they've already shut down his Russian runs. They used to run freight to Russia. They wouldn't let him cross in. They would actually have to meet the Russian drivers. Um,
1: Can he run grain out since the ships
0: aren't moving? Well, you're gonna have diesel shortage. Just, just no, no, you're gonna have yeah, you're gonna have diesel shortage out of Ukraine. Uh, yeah, right. But no, like that's gonna that's gonna affect that business. It, it's gonna affect um, everybody that that's worked. Like this is I I can't even I can't even put. I can't even put an explanation on, on how disastrous these buffoons uh, are. Yeah. I, like, they're just... The, these people... I, I understand that it's intentional to a degree, but these people are just... Evil's not even the right word, I, I don't yeah, they're think. They're just
1: following... They're They're, following some they're idiots. basic patterns, and it was the chap that used to give those ideas out, like, if you control the energy, you control the oh, people, if, Henry if you, you control... Yeah, if you control the money, you control the world. Yeah, and yeah. following that sort of shite. Yeah. Well, that, the, who that, was uh, who was who's Henry Kissinger's protege? Protege, are you going to say protege? Yeah, protege. Yeah, it was some ugly bastard with a yeah. German accent by any chance.
0: Yeah, That's him. Yeah. Got his white cat with a diamond necklace. Yeah. Name's Klaus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. He goes it goes around in women's underwear behind curtains, <laughs> that sort
0: of thing. That's circumstantial. We don't know that for sure. Well, that's, yeah, I'd you know. Yeah, it's inclusive nowadays.
1: and <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a freebie. But no, I mean, look, alarm bells went off, yeah. And nobody listened. I mean, the alarm, biggest alarm bell was Sri Lanka and what they did to it. If I remember back in, um, it can't be more than two years ago, a year, two years ago, apparently because of their ESG, which was 90 odd percent or something, they were going to be the dogs by 2025. And then the manipulation of money and the ESG and they stopped investment. And where is it now? It collapsed within a matter of months, didn't it? They manipulated that right down the whole, a whole country. And that was their test. That was their test bed. And everybody in the West, just give it, it's over there. Nothing to do with us. da di da, da da That was your alarm bell. Because Europe is in a very, very poor state. I mean, America is it the West. Whether America manages to crawl out of it, I don't know. But I think... Um, People are Honestly, just gonna get angrier and angrier. They're they the just thing. gonna get angrier and you.
0: I, I think I think America has the potential to crawl out of it. And and a lot of people are looking a lot of people around the world are, are looking for that to happen. But quite frankly, I I don't see the enthusiasm, if you will. And I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday. I, I don't see the enthusiasm in the American people, in the American populace on average. And it's this, a worldwide phenomenon, Matt. Well, well, I understand it's a worldwide phenomenon. But at least you've got like, for example, if you take the, uh, what we're watching here, you know, the German movement, they haven't stopped. And hats off to them. I don't see That's that they're, kind They're
1: going to have to keep walking to keep warm. They are
0: they are you, know, you have to keep warm <laughs> but i don't see that type of attitude in america as a matter of fact i see the exact opposite of that i don't see any inkling of of wanting to do anything in the united states as in an action by we the people to want to stand up and and reclaim what's ours i don't see any motivation to do so. Everybody's just kind of sitting around waiting for the next election, thinking that this is somehow going to uh, fix what's going on. And I, okay. I, I don't, I don't know. It's
1: never going to be fixed at a political level.
0: I understand that like, there's no political solution to this problem. But the response that I would get from people, and, and these are the responses that other people that are awake get from, uh, you know, their sources in in the States as well, is When they talk to somebody and they start to maybe make some headway on certain issues that are of of some importance, kind of like what we discuss here and and what a lot of the other uh, awake podcasters are, are talking about, a lot of the times what you get is just a shrug of the shoulders and they say, oh, well, whatever. And that's it. Like They just go back to whatever it is they're doing, and it's like they can't be bothered. And if Mm. you want to look to the—and I'm going to trigger Bruce here now. I'm going to wake him up. Mm. If you look to the churches for inspiration, you're not going to find any there either. I'm angry at the congregation of the the church in America. I'm not picking on a denomination here. But as Christians, as Christian Americans, the idea of Christian values that founded that country and told a tyrant to to go to hell— where in the hell is that attitude? Where's that? I don't want to use the bleep button, but I'm going to. Where's that? Go f- yourself attitude. Where is that? That's what I want to see. We're Americans. Where is that attitude? I've been saying that since the start of hell, I've been saying it before that. But since especially since the start of COVID, I'm doubling down on go f- yourself. That's twice I've used it now. But wh- where where, where is right. that? That's what needs to be done. It's going to take that attitude. And I'm not talking about anarchy.
1: Get that out of your head. Where's that attitude to stand up and tell these people to kick rocks? Yeah. And the thing is, movements have to start somewhere. America has the capability because it's split up into states and the states can control their own power if they want to, because someone's got to do it. It's got to go from verbal to actionable stuff to look after the people, because if somebody starts to say, well, no, I've had enough. This is what we're going to do. Because the state is its own community, isn't it? The state is its own community. So if you look after your own, which you have the ability to do there, and the same goes for Canada. There are one or two states or areas of Canada which are giving it, no, we're going to not do that. We're not going to follow that mandate. We're not going to do that. One or two of your states aren't following certain mandates. But if they don't, continue the movement that darkness is going to start again and i'll tell you what they're pushing the covid crap again pfizer's bringing out another vaccine next year rsv it's
0: already out out. is it yeah i've got an article on it out of the mail today um it is hang on just say it's right here
1: oh it's covid
0: yeah Yeah, pfizer announces two-in-one vaccine for covid and flu which it hopes it will boost the sluggish uptake for both shots yeah but this rsv thing is for kids Oh, the respiratory syncytial virus. Event. Yeah, the univ- They yeah. they've been pushing a universal thing for quite some time now. I didn't know it was yeah. going to be a year out, the, but yeah. The, Which means you know what that yeah. means. That means they've already got it on the on the uh, the shelves. Oh yeah, the, the uh, FDA's the FDA's yeah, yeah.
1: approved it. Yeah, for next year. The thing is, why then? The I mean, we're looking into what medical changes have to happened. Now they're bringing the RSV vaccine out. That is so they can, here you go, same old thing. If a vaccine to a pregnant woman so she can give the goodness to the child within, which is 82%. Now, efficacy, that 82% is that number keeps popping up. 82% efficacy for a short period of time. Then the child has to have another one. Imagine Even that. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Yeah. So, uh, and you're giving it oh, Please, the same routine, and th- they're pushing it. If you go into pharmacies like because and you see what's missing off the shelves and you find out, because we have a thing in this country, uh, a medicine for kids that has, uh, it's like a fluid, but it has paracetamol in it and they call it Calpol in this country. And um, I think uh, Tylenol, is it Tylenol? In yeah, we call country, it Tylenol it? in the States, yeah. Yeah, so it's Tylenol, yeah. It's over-demanded. Why is it over-demanded? Because it's supposed to handle pain and fever and stuff? Does that mean there's a lot of children out there getting that administered by their parents because they're not comfortable? Maybe. Is this a a backlash, you know? They reckon it's over-demanded and there's a lack of it out there now. So why is it over-demanded? Are these vaccinated kids or not vaccinated kids? You don't know. I mean, that's got to come out. But it's going to take... What gets me is if that is the point, how far in a matter of time before somebody admits to not f***ing the kids about,
0: well, we're really on that bleep button today, aren't we? Sorry. I'm on the sorry button now. No, it's all right. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to run this one past you. Um, And we're we're over, so we're going to have to end here. But um I wanted to run this one past you. I know. Johnson & Johnson are set to buy a heart pump maker, a biomed, in a $16.6 billion deal. What?
1: A heart pump maker? Yes. Have oh, we got any diagrams of this thing?
0: Not yet, but uh, the, the heart pumps, you, you know what they are. It's the people that need artificial hearts. So if somebody's on the list yeah. for heart transplant and they don't have an actual heart, they can you put mean, an artificial uh, one in
1: heart. If, if they have myocarditis, there's a replacement. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. If you've got my, exactly. If you've it's got funny. myocarditis. It's funny
1: how it fits into the thing. So you've got these, hang on, viruses called respiratory problems. Hang on. You've got a vaccine that'll help respiratory problems with children. Yeah, well, later on, if they're taking a vaccine, which can cause immune problems, look, people, I can't reiterate it enough. If somebody wants you to take a vaccine or your kid a vaccine or get you to administer it to somebody or to yourself, ask for the medical information on the damn thing. If it's not a live vaccine, there's scientific medical proof that non live vaccines, chances are there could be a negative effect afterwards because the trigger. A non-live vaccine, to get it to do its job, we've put something in it. Yes, and that will help cause the negative side effects. Live vaccines are much better. Look it up. Find the information because people are falling over. We've got to look after ourselves. A lot of to explain to you, you've got your own immune system. You've got to keep it boosted. Bugs aren't enough. It's just, just sorry. Uh, I mean, probably eaten all manner of bugs in my life, but I wouldn't say... um. I would go shopping for them. They might say it's full of protein, but we can't just survive on that. We are a complicated mechanism, and we've been made that way. Life, be able to handle loads of things, and the easiest way to make us—oh, we're already there in vast numbers. Talking as human race, we are medically dependent, and we have to get off that horse because it's crippled and it's crippling us to diseased four-legged itch, and you don't want to be anywhere near it you've got to get off and walk down your own road make your own future
0: it's well said, my friend. It's been an absolute pleasure, and we will see you again next week. For those of you who would like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. Do you know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own, we would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. It's been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you both for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.